doors, you kick down walls. And anyone who tells you, you can't, you take your fears, your insecurities, your worries, you roll them all up into a ball, you turn those son bitches sideways and stick them straight up, they can't be out. Pick your goal and stick fucking to it. You wishy-washy motherfuckers. I can't fucking stand you. I wanted to make sure that out of the 24 hours of the day, that I don't waste one single hour. Those hours were too precious. And so there I just want to tell people, don't give me this thing, I have a difficult time, I need the time, and I don't have time for this, and I don't have that. You have time. You make the time. And now, welcome to the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast, sponsored by fitnessinformant.com. Alright guys, what's going on? Welcome inside the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast. I'm your host, FI President Ryan Buckeye. Thanks for stopping by episode, I think this is 7 now, episode 7 today, featuring the two-time Arnold Classic champion, the one and only Branch Warren. Branch Warren was up here in Minneapolis for the NPC Minnesota State Bodybuilding competition, CrossFit competition, karate. There was a bunch of stuff going on, but it's the Branch Warren Classic here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, making it like a mini Arnold Classic, if you will, right here in Minneapolis, trying to build on it every single year. This year's event, which is now coming gone, obviously, since this podcast featured powerlifting, CrossFit. I think it had gymnastics. Obviously, it had your bodybuilding competition. It had vendors. Uh, it's a big deal in the Twin Cities. It's a big deal here in Minneapolis, and each year it's looking to grow and get bigger and better, so it was nice to be able to catch up with Branch while he was in town. Uh, Branch now, as some of you know, sponsoring or being part of Wicked Cuts, which is a hardcore food company making beef jerky, bacon jerky, turkey jerky, and chicken jerky uh, with Scott James behind it. Scott James the man over at Sinister Labs, who we are huge fans of here at Fitness Informant. Great peanut butter spreads, almond butter spreads, pancake mix, pancake syrups. A very, very good brand. Scott James was the man behind BSN, who actually created BSN, later then sold it, had a non-compete, and then decided to come back into the hardcore food game, which then partnered up with Branch Warren to make Wicked Cuts beef jerky. So that's your history lesson behind what Branch Warren is doing and why he's behind Wicked Cuts. But Branch Warren is also behind a supplement company called Broken Skull Supplements, which Today uh, is not currently in the United States of America, but will be by the end of summer. So we talk about a couple of different supplements that they're going to be offering in their portfolio, in their line. Uh, Very good stuff by Branch. Very cool to meet this guy in person. We talk about his bodybuilding career. We talk about the injury that cost him what he thinks was his Olympia title because it set his training back significantly trying to prepare for the September event after placing first at the Arnold Classic that year. Branch talks about if he's retired or not in this business because a lot of people have been asking if he's been if he's retired. He hasn't formally come out and said, yes, I will no longer compete. But he also hasn't formally come out and said, yes, I'm going to compete again. So I do bring that up. We talk about that here uh, when he was in town, like I said, which was a great Great conversation, about 35-minute conversation with Branch speaking about everything. We actually talk about today's bodybuilding, too, and with the Olympia just around the corner. Super interesting conversation with Branch about what he thinks this sport needs to get back to the spotlight. If you remember the days of Kai Green and Phil Heath and what they had on stage and the chemistry between the two, and what I mean by that is I come from the world of professional wrestling, where in that world, you have to have a chemistry with your opponent. Now, most people know that pro wrestling is a scripted 
uh, athletic event. It, is, it takes a lot of athleticism, right? But not everybody likes each other. And when you have that animosity towards one another in the ring and you can bring that to life on the screen, but yet you're a professional and you can do your job and do your job well, it makes for some of the best stuff we've ever seen. If you think of pro wrestling, you think of Stone Cold and you think of The Rock. Yes, they are friends, but they had really good chemistry. Phil Heath and Kai Green, whether, that, whether they liked each other or hated each other, they had really good chemistry on stage, which brought people to the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada for the Olympia competition. Now the Olympia, the last several years, the competition has been down. Phil has kind of run away with the title. Most people will say last year that's not true. Big Rammy had a shot. Big Rammy was too big last year. Phil Heath's back was too fucking ridiculous last year to lose. This year, there's going to be some more competition for Phil. We talk about that with Branch and what Branch thinks that the sport needs to get back to prominence, what the sport needs to challenge Phil Heath for that Sandow trophy and to knock him off his pedestal of being, at this point, the best bodybuilder in the world today. To that point, we talk about whether or not he thinks that Phil Heath is the best bodybuilder alive uh, of all time. Now, he had competed against guys like Ronnie Coleman, Jay Cutler, some really good bodybuilders. He's obviously worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger, so he knows what it takes to be an extremely successful bodybuilder, what type of work ethic it takes. So overall, if you're into the sport of bodybuilding, if you follow Branch Warren's career, the dude is a beast. He's a farm boy from Texas. He trains like he's a farm boy from Texas. Some things just don't change. He actually trains in the same gym that he trained at back in high school, Metroflex Arlington, which I need to get there someday, and I need to get there and lift with him and lift with Ronnie. So uh, stick around in a little bit to hear that full conversation with Branch Warren. Typically, we bring Shane in from Stack. Shane's not going to be on this episode of the podcast due to an illness, so hopefully Shane gets better and, and recovers from that so we can get him on here again in two weeks. Uh, there's been some big revelations over the weekend that I can't fully talk about yet, but I want you all to know that FI, Fitness Informant, is in the center of something big. It's kind of like a dirty uh, a dirty thing um, at this point. We did nothing wrong, obviously, uh, but it's going to be interesting when some of this stuff comes to fruition and I can be able to tell you guys more about what's going on uh, in the, the world of sports nutrition and why we were, you could say, mentioned as the primary source of information for this whatever you want to call it. Uh, there will be more that I can talk about as soon as it's able to be publicly spoken about. But um, it, it's it's kind of exciting to an extent if you think about what we are trying to do here at Fitness Informant. We're trying to bring to light to people supplements and fitness and what you're supposed to do and what you should, should avoid. And um, something that we've done in the past in terms of, of producing content has made the forefront of a major revelation. So um, I know that there will be people who want clarification on that, want more information. For me, um, it is an exciting revelation for Fitness Informant. So I will produce and release as much information as I can as we move forward uh, in time. So hopefully it won't take too long, but I'd like to get some of that content and some of that information out there to you via the website fitnessinformant.com. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, obviously I appreciate it. I hope that you're a continual listener, a reoccurring listener, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, YouTube, Google Play Store. Do us a huge favor. There's a subscribe button. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes if you're listening on iTunes. And also go ahead and do us a, a huge solid and rate and review us as well because that way we can get more people to find the podcast on the iTunes platform. Same with Google Play. 
Same with Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, etc. And YouTube, if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you're not only going to get the Be Informed Live Fit podcast, you're also going to get all of our new updated reviews, more content in terms of fitness content and workout content that we're going to be producing to the Fitness Informant YouTube page, which is youtube.com backslash TV. Social media channels, Facebook, we're at facebook.com backslash fitnessinformant. We're on Instagram at fitinformant, at tw- on Twitter at fitinformant. We're on Snapchat, it's also fitinformant. Uh, and then, like I mentioned, the YouTube gimmick as well. Um, there's going to be a couple new reviews coming up over to Fitness Informant here shortly. One is from Ronnie Coleman. It is the Stacked NO, the Pump Shot. So this is actual liquid that you take a capful or two capfuls, in my case, sometimes three for your morning pump. For me, since I work out in the morning, uh, this full review will be coming to fitnessinformant.com here over the next week. So make sure you check that out. We had Unicorn Juice. This is Ronnie Coleman's signature series, Stacked NO Pump Shot. We're also going to be bringing you the full review of Giant Supplements Mental Giant. Now, this is not your Giant Supplements that you are used to. Uh, It's J-I-A-N-T, Mental Giant. This thing has two grams of tyrosine, a gram of carnitine, 300 milligrams of alpha GPC, 275 of caffeine and hydros, uh, beta PEA of 250, Organine at 100 milligrams, theanine 100 milligrams, and Nupep at 20 milligrams. So as you can tell from the ingredients, if, if you recognize any of those, they are very cognitive-enhancing ingredients, and that is why it's called Mental Giant. And then finally, a new one from ProSupps that we're going to have is their Amino Links um, BCAA slash EAA formula. This full review will be up at fitnessinformant.com here in the next week as well. This is Mango Passion Fruit. Um, and then we, I, I believe we have EpiCat from Blackstone Labs. which is an EpiCatogen product that will be up there uh, in the next week too. So you will, if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, you're automatically going to get notifications for these new reviews that are going to populate at fitnessinformant.com's YouTube page. It will be posted, obviously, to fitnessinformant.com, and we will send out the information via Facebook and Instagram. Uh, since we just got done wrapping those up and then reviewing those, we're on to some new stuff. For a pre-workout, it's going to be Iron Brothers Supplements Pre-Workout V2. Um, yes, there's no cap on this because the some bitch fell off my refrigerator. The cap busted, um, but I was able to salvage most of the powder. Yes, I scraped it off the ground, and yes, I'm still going to use it because that is what I do. Um, four grams of citrulline, 3.2 grams beta alanine, 2.7 grams of betaine and hydros, agmatine sulfate at a gram, taurine at a gram, caffeine and hydros, 275 milligrams, L-norvaline, 150 milligrams, dynamine. Dynamine is sort of like the new wave DMHA. It's not as strong as that, uh, but 100 milligrams of dynamine, hortanine at 75 milligrams, theobromine 50 milligrams, estrogen at 50 milligrams, and then huprazine A at 200 micrograms. Uh, so I've been using this for a couple days now, so we will obviously follow the protocols of Fitness Informant supplement testing, and we will use this for the full 30 servings of the container, and then we will do the entire written and video review at fitnessinformant.com. To go along with that, Iron Brother Supplements, BCAA, EAA formula. This is going to be my intro workout that I'm taking now. A lot has been said around EAAs and how BCAAs are bullshit. Well, we have to remember, BCAAs are also EAAs. Um, so we've had Mark Loblarner here on the past talking about if BCAAs are bullshit, then EAAs would be bullshit, hypothetically, right? That's that's his sort of mindset behind it. But this actually has five grams of the two to one one BCAAs as insta aminos, which is a compound solutions amino acid profile, which is awesome. Pea starch has carb 10, five grams of carbs. I love carbs at this point because I'm in the bulking stage. Um, and then you have your, your ribose, your lysine, your th- theanine, uh, 
phenylethylene and, and some other EAAs in this um, to make an essential amino acid complex. So the combination between the Iron Brothers supplements, pre-workout V2, and BCAAs and EAAs is what I'm on now. Looking forward that this Iron Brothers supplements actually has another pre-workout with DMHA in it uh, over at subs.com with who we work with. And if you go to subs.com and use our coupon code informant, you can save 5% off your entire order. You get free shipping over $59. If you're actually in the Midwest states where I'm at, Minneapolis, it's free shipping all the time, which is awesome. So uh, I want to like to get my hands on that other version of their pre-workout to try out for you guys uh, at fitnessinformant.com. And then a new brand that we actually posted about, but it's called Build Fast Formula. It's called Vaso Blitz. This is a pump product, and the profile on this baby is pretty significant. It's six grams of pure citrulline. Now, the, the um, clinical dosage of citrulline is going to be three to five grams of pure citrulline, and then you're going to need six to eight of citrulline malate. This is pure citrulline at six grams, really nicely dosed. Betaine anhydrose at 2.5 grams. Arginine nitrate is NO3T. Now, nitrates are not cheap, but they're extremely effective at producing a pump. Two full grams of arginine nitrate, and then calcium lactate at two grams, another pump-producing ingredient. This Build Fast formula, the guys behind this um, were behind the original Jack 3D formula. They were an integral part in creating the original Jack, which is probably one of the most famous if not the most famous pre-workout in the history of sports nutrition. So far, I've, I've loved this. Uh, I, I like it a lot. It is a very, very good product. Uh, this is Fruit Punch. I might have to bug the guys to send me a couple other flavors because I, I dig it. Um, I, some of the pictures, if you've been following us at Fitness Informant's Facebook page and Instagram page of me um, with, a, with a massive pump has been due to VasoBlitz, or at least I've been taking it in the morning um, for, for my push, pull, and leg days. So this has been helping me get through our $8,000 eight-week transformation challenge, which people at the Self-Made Barbell Brigade have been doing an unbelievable job of encouraging each other, motivating each other, and being there for one another. So if you're part of the $8,000 eight-week transformation challenge and you've been participating in the Self-Made Barbell Brigade Facebook group page, awesome work, great work. Just if you've been doing this and you've been sticking to it, you guys have been killing it. You know, we had a huge successful turnout in terms of entrance, both on the male and female side. Uh, our sponsors are excited about it. Redcon One, Blackstone Labs, Spar Nutrition, MTS Nutrition, and NutriBio at the gold level, all contributing $1,000 of supplements. Nutrex Research contributing $500 worth of supplements. And then you have companies like Ronnie Coleman, which I talked about earlier, Jabra, Cage Muscle, uh, Ironing Fitness, Pierce Labs, Miracle Labs, Olympus Labs uh, that are contributing at the 250 level. That is a it's a big part of, of trying to make this or making this a, a huge success. So uh, a lot of people have been on Chris Gethin's eight week trainer program, which was included in the entry, which has been great. So it's good to see that. Um, speaking of Cage Muscle, we just got a bunch of new Cage Muscle supplements in the tryout for you. They're brand new isolate. Uh, they have a new flavor, Orange Blast, of their uh, pre cage, which is a highly rated pre-workout over at fitnessinformant.com. We actually might modify that ranking after we try the new one here and see how we, you know, it's been a couple years since we used pre-cage. So our, our testing regimen is a little bit different now. So we will see if there'll be an updated version of that. Overall, everything's going really well for this $8,000 eight-week transformation challenge. Couldn't be more excited and be happier about the sponsors that have been contributing, that have been helping out with this, that make this possible. Again, I've named them off. Um, you, If you've been getting emails, they've been offering some exclusive deals. We actually have exclusive deals with at Fitness Informant, fitnessinformant.com. Uh, there's a supplement deals section on top. You can check that out to get huge, huge supplement deals. Um, 
that's pretty much it for me. I don't need to keep rambling on. Uh, there is a topic I want to talk about, and I'll probably, I'll probably touch on it here in a couple weeks, and that is the topic of multi-level marketing companies, or MLMs, or what some people in the interwebs call network marketing. These are companies like Herbalife, Shakeology, Advocare, Thrive, or Level, whatever you want to call it, um, Isogenics. There is more and more of these companies that keep popping up. Essentially what it is, it's, 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 it, it looks like a pyramid scheme, right? You have somebody on top. They recruit two people. Those people recruit two people and they keep recruiting down. They create this pyramid, um, but they sell a physical product. So that way it's not actually technically a pyramid scheme. But what people fail to realize about MLMs and the products is when they pay those commissions downstream, right? So, or upstream. So a sales rep, 130,227 makes a sale on a performance series pre-workout for this company, they pay commissions back up through themselves and then to their team members. In order to afford those commissions, what they have to do, this is just a fact, they have to adjust the quality of their product to basically be shit uh, and make it for very cheap, and they have to charge significant amount of money for it so they can pay the commission. So they might make a product for about 50 cents, and sell it for 40 bucks. That gives them $39.50 to give back in commissions and also for the company to take away. So we are going to do an in-depth written post over at fitnessinformant.com along with a YouTube video at our YouTube channel, Fitness Informant TV, uh, at YouTube, about MLMs and, and discussing MLMs. And we encourage people out there, if you're listening to this and you want to know more about supplements, that's what I'm here for. That's what Fitness Informant was created for. If you have questions on what you're currently taking and what you should be taking, reach out because I don't have greed in my back pocket. I have your personal well-being and your personal fitness goals in mind, top of mind for me because I live a fit lifestyle. I want you to live a fit lifestyle because if you do, it's going to do several things. One, it's going to help our entire healthcare system, which is overly crazy the way it is because we're so unhealthy as a society. It's going to allow you to spend longer, more time with your family live longer, feel better, be happier, and that's huge for me. So uh, any questions on supplements, diets, fitness, if I don't know the answer, I know the people that do. So that's the best part about Fitness Informant, fitnessinformant.com, our social media channels, facebook.com, we're at twitter.com, we're on Instagram, we're on Snapchat. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Again, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or YouTube. Rate, review, do that for us. Share with your friends via social media channel. Get more and more ears on this because we have the two-time Arnold Classic champion, the man, the beast, the southern farm boy beast uh, from Dallas, Texas coming up next, the one and only Branch Warren. For the last two decades, we have been the best kept secret of the supplement industry. We've kept our heads down and worked. We pioneered full label transparency and full therapeutic doses because we believe that truly hard work requires truly effective tools. Two decades is a long time to commit to one pursuit. But when you act with purpose and become centered in yourself, eventually you realize that you were born and bred for this. The things you once thought impossible, you now do every day. We don't like the easy way, it just doesn't feel right. We'll take the long, hard road over a shortcut any day. It takes longer, sure, but in the end, you know you earned it. And with the right team behind you, pushing yourself further than you've ever been will be just another afternoon doing what you love most. Don't you hate when your protein powder doesn't mix properly? Redcon 1's 100% whey isolate, Isotope, tastes great, is the absolute highest quality, and of course, mixes well. No shaking required. 
What's going on, everybody? Welcome back inside Be Informed Live Fit, the podcast. I don't think I need to introduce you or you or you. We got three different branch warrens around me. I got one breathing down my neck. And the man right here in front of me, brother. Thanks for doing this. Absolutely, man. Thanks Appreciate for having it. me on. We're here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, so we're not in Texas. You're stopping grounds, but I'm wearing cowboy boots, which you can't see, to bring a little bit of Texas to Minnesota. I actually love cowboy boots. They're friends. Plus, you look a badass in your cowboy boots. So, what brings you to Minnesota? Man, I've got the Minnesota State Championships and Expo. Our second year, me and my partner, Christina Bongiovanni. Okay. Uh, she's the state chairman up here in the NPC. So, uh, you know, we do these shows in Texas. I've got a big show in Houston. Yeah. That's from Dallas. And so we've expanded to Minneapolis and also to Chicago. And uh, what we do is we have the NPC show. It's kind of the centerpiece of the show. But uh, not everybody wants to be a bodybuilder or a bikini competitor. Yeah. You know, I used to powerlift when I was younger. So I've always been a big fan of powerlifting. So we, we start off with a powerlifting event and, and uh, then our show in Houston and then we just grew it. We just, we said, well, why can't we have strong? Yeah. Why can't we have CrossFit? You know, uh, all these different events. There's a Highland Games here. You know, and uh, so down in uh, Texas, we have a jiu-jitsu, arm wrestling, a professional bench press competition. We have 10 other events besides the NPC event. It sounds like a winner of an Arnold Classic, maybe, of just wanting to take some of the concepts from the Arnold and make it outside of outside of Columbus. Yeah. Tra- like a traveling circus, if you will, with really giving everybody a shot to, to perform. It's a sports and fitness expo. There's something for everybody, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, everybody needs to do something. Sure. You know? And uh, I realize not everybody wants to be a bodybuilder. Not everybody wants to be a strongman. But, you know, okay, so maybe CrossFit's your thing. You know, if you don't, even if you don't train, if you come here tomorrow, June 9th, Saturday here in Minneapolis at the Convention Center, um, you'll find something to motivate you. You know, all these different events, everything going on, you right. see some great athletes, and people in really good shape, and uh, you find something to motivate you to maybe uh, inspire you to get in the gym and get yeah, in shape. Absolutely. Well, now that we broke the ice, I got to ask you the big pressing question. You never officially came out and said, I'm retired. What's the, what's what's going on with Branch Warren? Are you officially retired? Are you still are you still I have no, in uh, there? I have no uh, no plans to compete. Right now. Okay, no plans to compete right now. Keyword right now. So for those of you listening on iTunes, I'm pointing at the camera. We might see him see him back in competition. But 2011, 2012, arguably probably your best years. I mean, you won. Some might say because you won Arnold Classic, right, in 2011 and 2012. Uh, an injury kept you from the Olympia in 2011, which is unfortunate for people who don't understand the timing of these events. The Arnold is in March, the Olympia then in September. So coming off a hot year at the Arnold, you had all intentions of being at the Olympia. How hard was that for you after going through that injury? Um, well, you know, I'd been second and third at the Olympia in 2009. I got second. Uh, lost a close competition to Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he had actually lost the year before, so Dexter was actually Mr. Olympia. Yep. So I uh, beat Mr. Olympia, and I still didn't win the contest. Um, Jay was in his all-time best, best conditioning, uh, and I came back the next year, and it was uh, I got third to Jay and Phil, and then uh, I won the Arnold Classic. Yep. Um, I think 2009, 2011, at the 2009 Olympia, 2011, I don't know, I think were my two best Great. packages I brought to the stage. So I was very, uh, I was looking great, and I was everything was falling in place for me, just like a the 2011 Olympia prep was going just like the 2009 was. It was just falling in place for me, and uh, I was about 30 days out, and I was almost in. My best shape ever, and um, you know another week or two, and I would have been better than ever. And uh, I slipped off a curb, man. It's a thunderstorm outside, raining. Yeah. I was talking on the phone, and uh, I took this stuff off the curb, and uh, there's some paint. You know, it's slippery for sure. And uh, my left leg slipped out from under me, and my right leg there's a lip on the curb. My right foot caught it, and tore off the bone. So uh, never had a knee pain in my life, and I, I squatted over 800 pounds. And yeah. Had no problems, but you know, crazy stuff happens. So, you have issues with it now. No, no issues at all, man. Okay. I, uh, I don't think anybody had ever really come back successfully, you know, from a major injury like that. Right. Either a quad tear or a career ender. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of the way it is. So uh, I, I flew home that day. I was actually out of town when this happened. Flew home, uh, 
I was on a Saturday afternoon. I had a surgery Monday morning. I had to be attached. Uh, Wednesday, I'm laying in the recliner in my house, and I went to my wife and I said, I'm going to do the arm. She goes, like, in six and a half months? I go, yeah. And, uh, of course, Trish is real black and white. She's sure. like, you're either in or you're out. If you're in, then you better get off your ass and get working. Right. So, uh, she's all right. She went to put me a big plate of food and sit in my lap because I hadn't ate hardly anything since I had surgery. And I uh, said, you better start eating. And uh, I started eating. Yeah. And uh, the following Monday, I hobbled in the gym on crutches, and Johnny Jackson, my workout partner, he looked at me and goes, what the hell are you doing, bro? And I go, get over here. Do it. Right. And uh, so we started training, man. And, uh, I mean, he was handing me weights and everything, you know. I mean, I know he trained chest that day, and he's picking up the dumbbells and handing them to me. And yeah. Just racking all the weights for me because I couldn't do it. And uh, but he was right there with my side the whole time. And uh, you know, I have to give the most credit for that one to Brian Dobson. Um, Brian, uh, he, he was a big inspiration to me. He, sure. like, he trained Ronnie Coleman. Yep. Trained myself. Uh, and I trained Johnny too. And. Uh, you know, he hadn't trained me for a while at that point, and uh, I told myself, I need some help on this one. So, you know, I can't do this one by myself. But right. I've had other injuries that I come back from very quickly, but this is a whole different ballgame. So, if you never had a quad tear, yeah. you have to learn how to walk first. Yeah. Then you learn how to get full range of motion, and then you start to train again. So. Yeah, I tore my ACL, and then I had no use of my quad, but I've never torn my quad, which either injury, but then the quad injury, and then the compete six months later is it's fucking insane. I mean. Yeah, I, I, I knew I would be able to compete. Um, it was the most painful, toughest recovery I've ever had to go through. Sure. Um, it wasn't until I was about 30 days out when I was like, man, I got this. I, I, think I, can, I can actually be successful. I knew I knew I would be able to get on stage, but I didn't know if I was going to be successful in my, in my quest to defend my title. Yeah. But about 30 days out, I remember I, I trained and posed at the gym there, and I was like, I got this. Nice. Candidly, what's the, because what, what, people probably don't understand it, but the difference between the Arnold in the Olympia, some people compete in the Arnold that aren't in the Olympia, and vice versa. So, what's your thought, or your preference, or your take on the two different competitions? I think is, is the Olympia kind of seen as is seen as like the big end all be all, um, and then Arnold, I would say one B, maybe. I don't know if that's how you put it. Or um, Arnold's the biggest show in the world, second Arnold Olympia. Uh, back in my day, especially, you looked at the top top five at the Arnold. Yeah. That was basically the top five of the Olympia, minus Mr. Olympia. Sure. And then Mr. Olympia, there's no reason for him to do the Arnold. So you had second through sixth place usually. Maybe one person didn't do it, but uh, they were at the Arnold. Yeah. So it was, uh, is it? You went there, you knew who you were battling. It was the same guys you just battled a few months prior in Vegas at the Olympia. So uh, it was very competitive. And uh, you had the top four or five guys in the world competing against. Plus, there was another 10 guys there. Sure. They were looking to work their way up into the top group. So. I asked Ronnie Coleman this when we had him on the podcast too. Do you would you rather or do you do you love winning more than you hate losing or do you hate losing more than you love winning? That's a good question, man. Um, I'll say I love I love to win. Well, winning is what motivates me. Sure. You know, uh, people say, man, how do you train like that? You know, so crazy and so intense for all those years. And uh, I always said, I want to win. Because I never wanted, I never wanted to lose because someone I worked with. You can't control some of your genetics. You can't control somebody else who's in the show, what they're doing. But I can't control me. I can't control my nutrition. I can't control my training. And my, my theory is, I'm never going to lose because this guy worked. Mm -hmm. I worked wanted more than me. So I think um, I hated to lose. And I really, really hated to lose. Um, I love to win. So maybe to answer your question, my motivation was to win. Sure. That's probably because I hated to lose. Yeah. 
I couldn't stand it. It's, and then when you come so close, and you took, I believe, second at the Olympia, to come so close, right? I mean, do you still think about that today? All the time. That's a second place at Olympia is the worst place in bodybuilding. You remember, second best in the world. Right. I'm like, too, you've experienced it. You don't, uh, you know, you understand what I'm saying, but every bodybuilder who's ever competed or you thought about competing, what's your dream? Yeah. The Mr. Olympia. Right. Right. My entire life since I was a teenager, I dreamed about winning the Mr. Olympia. And um, I won every contest in the world but that. Mm -hmm. And so to get second place, you were so close. Yeah. But you didn't, you're so far still. That's right. One last week you didn't make it. Right you were so bittersweet. Right. And I talked to Flex Wheeler and you know, Jay and some other guys. And they're very, they agree that the second place is hard. And um, I thought about it a thousand times since then. Yeah. But I don't. I have any regrets, sure. and I did everything I could do. And, uh, so I don't have regrets, but yeah, I used to think about it. Yeah, I bet. So. Well, I know you mentioned kind of your training coming back from the injury and the full intensity. If anybody's ever seen Branch train at, at Metroflex Arlington where you work out or any gym, I mean, it, you don't, it's black and white too. I mean, you don't half-ass anything when you're in there. You're picking up heavy shit, you're setting heavy shit down, and you push, you have like an old school mentality of training, I feel like. Um, where, where do you get that from? Versus some of this new stuff, like you look at like, B-Pack or Ben Pekowski has more scientific stuff with his lifts and, and there's not anything right or wrong about that. But you really do have kind of like an old school mentality when you train. You know, first of all, I grew up on a ranch. Sure. Since a very young age, I learned about hard work. Yep. And I learned really young too that hey, nobody going to give you a damn thing. Yeah, that's true. And you can have anything you want though if you want to work for it. And luckily we all live in a country where that's true. So um, I learned early on that if you want something, you can have it. But you got to go earn it. And um, so I just took that mentality with me through life. You know, same thing with training. Yeah. Um, there's no, uh, sometimes training, man, these guys overthink it. Training is about giving 100% effort. You know, bodybuilding, you, you got the more blood you can get in the muscle, mm -hmm. work it to failure, and it's just about rest, recovery, and nutrition. You know, that's, you know, I think recovery, and nutrition side, you gotta think that through a lot. Right. You gotta put some thought into that, and that becomes scientific. The training part, man, I mean, I'm trying to knock nobody if it works for them, but you can overthink that shit sometimes too much. And, sure. Um, they can say what they want, but Ronnie trained like an animal. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely yeah. trained like an animal. I did you it, did Ronnie did like it. And uh, you had up all of our victories and put them against the technical guys. Sure. And we'll see who comes out on hit. I think you're right. I think you're onto something for sure. Um, how's your training differently now at, at, you know, as you go older, right? I mean, you're still, on, you're still in phenomenal shape, obviously, but how's your training shifted and trained over the years as you've grown older and gotten to know your body maybe a little bit? Uh, you know, I don't think, uh, since I haven't competed in my last show was in all of 2016, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I just, uh, I asked some of the older guys, like, how do you know, how do you know when to say when? And uh, they're like, you'll know. And uh, after that show, I, I'm, I was like, I'm good. I was 40, I just turned 41 a couple days before the show. Yeah. And so since then, I still train. I still train intense. But I don't go near as heavy. You know, for me, the, the risk versus the benefit now, just on that, plus the train the way I did for so long, you gotta be motivated. Yeah. And um, you know, it was uh, my motivation was to win. You know, and I could justify some of those risks because I was trying to win be the best in the world. Right. So, you know, now I'm not, not competing, so uh, I just stop. I, I love to train, but I'm not trying to squat six hundred pounds to failure yeah. and do a drop set on top of that and yeah. keep going and all that. It's just uh I love to train man and we still get after it, but I don't go near as heavy. Well, you look at Ronnie, for instance, right? I mean, we all know how Ronnie trained, trained like you, and Ronnie's had several back surgeries. And it's you can't lift the weight that you guys lifted your entire life without 
at some point your body's starting to break down, which is unfortunate. But and I don't think I'm not sure. If it, I hope people understand like the sacrifices that you actually give to the sport of bodybuilding. It's literally your body and your life. I mean, joints are are, are like going away and your ligaments are stretched to the point where they shouldn't be. So um, it's very it's intense. I've seen some of the older guys. That's a good point you brought up. That's another reason too. I've changed my since I'm not competing. I'm, I see some of the older guys. Yeah. And uh, several of them. You know, some guys, that, amateur guys at the gym, and you know, some guys that are little pro, and they uh, they didn't change their training habit. And even sure. after they're done, they still kept trying to train. Mm. Super heavy and all that, and it all hurt. Yeah. And you know, I've had injuries, but I recovered from them. Now. Right. 100%. And so uh, healthy, very healthy. I have no, no wood. Yeah. Nothing wrong. So uh, I'm gonna say that. Way. I live in a, I live in a very active lifestyle, and. Uh, you mentioned earlier when you took a third everything was to Phil and Jay. Um, Phil Heath is going for number nine this year. Eight, sorry, number eight uh, this year. If he gets eight, does that automatically make him the best bodybuiller of all time? Or, no. Where do you where do you think Phil ranks in the terms of, of your historical? Because I mean, Ronnie's got eight. Uh, right? So I mean, I think I think Ronnie. If I had to, if I had to choose right now. Ronnie would be the greatest of all time. Okay. I don't think we've seen anybody before since. It could be Ronnie at his best. Sure. Period. Um, you know, this, he had some years in there, but he was so dominant. I don't think we've ever seen anybody that could yeah. step on stage. Um, that being said, you know, Phil, Phil's in the driver's seat. Man. I, I, I'm a certain now. I think Phil's going to get nine. Because um, there's no one there to challenge him. Yeah. You know, to compete. Um, big Ronnie, if he could get hard. He kills everybody. Because mm -hmm. he's the only person I've seen since Ronnie that had that size and uh, you know, put together like that. Right. He doesn't have the condition that Ronnie had. Um, you know, Bonac has really impressed me. He continues to make a big improvement every year. He's a 212 guy. Now he's third in the Olympian Arnold Classic champion. Phenomenal for that's, that's a huge statement. I know he's working his butt off and showing. Um, really impressed me. And then you got Dexter. Yeah. Dexter's like 75 years old. <laughs> he's still like, yeah, shows, right? Man. He's out there busting so, uh, ass. You know, God bless him, man. Uh, but then I think it kind of falls off after that. Sure. You know, I mean, look in some of the previous years, the Olympia, top 10, were strided, ripped, strided glutes, and you have seen guys up in the top six that aren't really that hard. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's, uh, it feels, got everything. Right? Yeah. And no one can, no one can match it unless somebody steps up. Sure. And I don't want to discredit the two twelve guys because Flex Lewis is a fucking animal as well. Like I mean, he's just and he's such a sweetheart of a guy. And so I mean, when we talk greatest bodybuilder of all time, we always go into the heavyweights and like the open division. But like some of these two twelve guys too are pretty impressive. Like Flex, yeah, right? I mean, Flex is very impressive. Um, I think um, you know if Flex would jump up. He would do very well in the open. Would he? Uh, talking about the Olympia stage. The problem is, I love you, Flex, bro. And I always root for you. But uh, you put him next to Rami. Yeah. Well, Flex is way harder than Ronnie, but Ronnie's 300 pounds. Yeah, he's so it's just massive. You know, in bodybuilding, bigger is better. Right. Yeah, I was there last year when, when it was Ronnie and, and and Phil. Um, it, it felt like that there actually was some buzz around the Olympia again, though, too, which I mean, I, I think it needs. I remember when Kai and Phil were going, that was like the biggest buzz that I remember around bodybuilding in a while. And I thought it was really good for the sport. Almost to some point, kind of, some people thought maybe it was scripted like pro wrestling, but I, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. You know, and you were there yeah. to, to see this. Um, what do you think bodybuilding needs to draw more eyes back to this? I know Amazon was streaming it. I think that helped. Um, but what would you recommend for like the Olympia to get you know more people invested in it again? Heroes. Heroes. Superstars. 
look, when I was competing, you had Ronnie, you had Jay. I mean, there were several, you could name off several guys. Oh, yeah. That have personalities and, you know, you don't, Kai's not competing no more. Ronnie's gone, Jay's gone, I'm gone. I mean, there's no, some of these guys that were Melvin Anthony. He was, you had so many guys that had personalities and, you know, they were heroes. I think the magazine's being gone. Yeah. The magazine's treated like that. Yep. You know, and, uh, and so now that that's gone, Going up. Some of the top guys, they're not great with media. They're not great with social media and this stuff. Which is funny, right? Because you yeah. talked about back when you were competing with Ronnie and Jay, these guys had personalities. They have a platform to express these personalities now in social media. And some just take selfies and that's fine, but I mean, you have an opportunity to draw more, to help the sport, to expand the sport by showcasing your personality on social media. You guys didn't have that platform, but you did it through magazine, a static image and, and an article that required people to read. Uh, so it shocks me that we can't we can't get more personality invoked into the sport, giving all the avenues that we have to get out there. Yeah, it's uh, and I think the other thing is too. I think with the with the classic physique division, classic bodybuilding, um, I think that's hurting the open division. Okay. Um, Tell me more about that. I, 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 you take the top three or four guys in the classic. Sure. The guys that class in the top four this last year. Those guys have incredible physiques. Now imagine those guys with 25, 30, 40 more pounds of muscle on them. That's your top five at the mm -hmm. six at the limit. I agree with that for sure. So. What you're seeing now is guys that normally, before this division came, they would have kept training and progressing to pack on that muscle so they could be competitive. They, they might have turned pro when the Nationals, USA, or World Championship, whatever the case may be, turned pro. Okay, now they're pro, and they're, what do they do? Gotta get bigger. Yeah. I turned pro, I was 218 pounds. You know, Johnny turned pro, he was 198. He was mm -hmm. heavyweight. Yeah. I ended up competing in the 240s. Yeah. Johnny, he got up in the, the 230s. And because we, we turned pro, we, we knew as soon as we turned pro, Time to grow. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, that's the thing, yeah, right? So Turn pro, time so to grow. We reached our full potential, and we, you know, I, I did what I did because because I reached my full potential. At 218 pounds, I knew I wasn't going to be successful in the open division. Yeah. You know, and these guys are restricted by the height and weight restrictions of classic, which is great. I mean, it's their physique; they can do sure. It's their decision. But if they didn't have that, you see these. Imagine those guys, like I said, if they had you know, 30 pounds on them. <laughs> yeah. You got something. Now you've got a flex wheeler. You have a, you know, Kevin Lebron or. That was very impressive as well. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned you grew up on a farm. I grew up on a farm as well, and I think that anybody who, if you're a city kid, you might not understand this, but like your work ethic is completely different if you come from a blue collar background like a farm. Um, even like me, I'm not, I, I work in corporate America and I work my ass off in corporate America and in the gym, obviously. So you took the mentality from the farm, but how has a farm kid from Texas become interested in bodybuilding? Well, it's a crazy story. So uh, I grew up in West Texas. Our town had two stoplights. Two stoplights, so, how many uh, bars? Bars one. That's it? Wow, one. okay. Yeah. I suppose so, it is Texas. It's Texas. So it's Bible Belt. Yeah. Bible Belt. So uh, <laughs> there were way more churches than bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they, uh, I didn't even think about bodybuilding. You know, I was just a farm boy. I worked on a ranch. Uh, my closest neighbor was several miles away. My best friend's a dog, right? So our school was so small, we barely had enough guys out of the football team. Sure. Uh, you had to play offense and defense. The two best looking yeah. chicks in the school were my cousins. <laughs> so, uh, you didn't hear that. Two best looking chicks in this high school were his cousins. So, so uh, man, we moved to, uh, Dallas for work Yep. When I was in high school. And um, I went from a school that had, you know, uh, 30, 40 people in my class. Sure. To, like in my grade, we had uh, 600, I think. Sure. So, uh, 2,400 kids in my school, in my high school. So it's, it's a big high school. Yeah. Especially because it's sitting where I came from. Right, yeah. So, um, I knew to make the, from Texas, if you don't play football, everybody listens to you like there's something wrong with you. Sure. So, um, Absolutely. I knew to make the team, I knew to work out and get bigger. I was 140 pounds. Mm -hmm. So I met this kid in the neighborhood. He used to open up the back door of this gym, I'd slip in. I, I, I 
I didn't have money, I couldn't afford a membership. Right. And uh, so he opened up that concept and we worked out. We worked out all summer. Had a bodybuilder with him. That was huge. You know, 280, 290 pounds. Okay. And, um, you know, he uh, had a different girlfriend every week. They were all good looking. Sure, sure. Had a Corvette. Living the dream. You know, uh, yeah. all this stuff. And so, of course, you know, when you're 14, 15 years old, you're like, like rules. Yeah, right. So one day, man, he, uh, he came up to me and said, hey, kid, he goes, why don't you show up tomorrow and I'll teach you how to train? Because you don't know what you're doing. He said, uh, I'll show you how to do it right. Like, All right. So my friend goes, you're going to show up? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you're going to die, bro. <laughs> I said, I'm going to get big and strong. I said, all the chicks are going to lost. And uh, he started laughing. So I showed up the next day and this dude killed me. I threw up three times. Uh, but <laughs> it was leg day? It was leg day. It was leg day. All right. And, uh, I threw up three times, man. And I wouldn't quit, though. I just kept, you know, kept going. And, uh, Came back the next day, just kind of repeated this first day, just a different body part. Trained me all week, then he, he would rock the for me and I'd do them. Well, I did this, I made the team, had a great season. As soon as that was over, I came back in the gym and started training. And uh, so I put on probably 20 pounds that year. Just sure. Eating and training. When you're a kid like that, you can do it pretty easy. Yeah. He, uh, ended up, I go through that year, the summer before, and I think I was 16. And okay. he said, hey, you think about competing? Takes me to a show. That's what the junior division looks like. I, mean, I can do this. I'm gonna take you to a real show. I'm like, well, what are we at right now? He goes, this ain't a gym. So this, this was. I'm, I'm assuming this was not Metroflex Island no. at this point. Okay. So uh, he goes, meet me Monday, and he goes, I'll take you to a real gym. I meet him. He takes me to pull up in front of this gym, big warehouse, warehouse doors. You hear the music outside. And there was these chicks in bikinis sitting in front of it. All these bodybuilders, biggest dudes I've ever seen in my life. You know, next to him. And. Uh, then I saw the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life walk in the gym. About before he walked in, well, uh, he introduced me to the owner, Brian Dobson. Okay. And uh, he said, this is kid I'm telling you about. And Brian looked at me, and I said, yeah, I want to do this show at the end of the summer. He said, uh, I can't afford a membership. He said, man, I'll clean the place up, get the trash out, trade out, you know, work off the membership. I just want to do this show. And he said, let me look at you. So I took my shirt off, hit a couple shots. He said, I'll tell you what, kid. He goes, you can train here, don't worry about paying. Because they represent the gym. He said, if you win, you have five membership. If you lose, you can work it off. Yeah. I was 26 years ago, and I still have five membership. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that guy who discovered me, his workout partner. Yeah. The guy that walked in the gym before he walked in was Ronnie Coleman. And so uh, I actually got to train with Ronnie and Mark, and Brian trained us. It's in awesome. My first competition. So at the time, I didn't realize how, how fortunate I was. Yeah. Ronnie wasn't pro. and. You know, we were, everybody was just kind of up and coming, but, uh, you know, I was very fortunate. I fell in with the, that gym, with those group of guys, and uh, I got to train with the best in the world. Are you close with Ronnie today yet? Well, I see him in the gym almost every almost every day. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's walking the metro and there, you two both are just killing it. Yeah, that's the way it's been for 20-something years. You know? That's cool. So. Yeah, I know, we were speaking to Ronnie, Ronnie, it was interesting, because he's a big family man. He's got eight kids, I think it is. I mean, just does some work, uh, so good for him. But what I also think is interesting is, like when you guys were training 26 years ago, these things that you see on the table, uh, protein powders, BCAAs, pre-workouts, this stuff really didn't exist, and if it did, it tasted like shit, and we weren't really sure, like, it's not as advanced as it is today, right? So, um, we have access to a multitude of really, highly advanced supplements that you didn't have back then but what i like about back then was like you got your nutrition source from whole food and like eating eggs and, and steak and potatoes like i mean do you think we're too reliant i mean i know i think there's a there's a definitely a place for supplements the, the name is supplements for a reason it's supposed to supplement a whole foods diet in my opinion but do you think some people who are trying to put on size rely strictly on too much protein powder and just not eating 100 uh, supplements have come like this what they were 26 years ago right um 
you know, there's some really good products on the market. There's some really bad products on the market. Oh, yeah. Uh, but like you said, it's a supplement. It's not a replacement. Sure. So you never want to replace a real meal with a supplement. Sure. Yep. Uh, I always, I've always used supplements included into my program, but I always ate my whole food. You know, and uh, if I ate six meals a day, I had a couple of shakes. Mm -hmm. The shakes weren't included in my whole food plan. Right. You never replace it. So uh, I think a lot of people do that because it's easier to make a shake mm -hmm. than to go cook some chicken or steak. It's definitely convenient, for sure. That's convenient. And so, I mean, it serves to place post-workout, like the quick absorbing uh, of the protein powders and you know, your take on carbohydrates is whatever. Uh, but supplements work the best when you supplement your nutrition program. Yeah. Uh, they do not, you don't get 100% of the value if you're using the replacements. There's no, there's no replacement for chicken breast and a big bowl of rice. Mm -mm. What do you, do you get the question a lot? I mean, I get it running a, a fitness-based website and, and platform. People always ask me, like, what can I take to achieve X? Like, I want to lose 20 pounds. What pill can I take? And I, I, I find it, like, super offensive when people ask me that because I'm busting my ass in the gym six days a week. You've been doing it forever. Uh, do you get that question from people in terms of, like, what pill or what shot or whatever? I mean, it's Every, people say whatever. Everybody thinks there's a magic pill. Yeah. There ain't no magic pill. You know, uh, people think, you know, that it's a drug or whatever. It's a magic drug. No magic drug. Mm -mm. I'll tell you something. Uh, somebody told me, a top bodybuilder a long time ago, if you ain't got it, you know, drug or pill going to give it to you. Right. So um, that's the truth. It, uh, you know, if you either have it or you don't. Yep. And, uh, what is going to give it to you is hard work yep. and discipline and consistency. Yep. If you're consistent with your training, you're consistent most importantly with your nutrition program, mm -hmm. which is about 70 to 80% of it, then... Uh, You'll get there if you have what it takes. I always find it comical when people, you know, when the whole like, oh, he's he, he's not natty, like the natty conversation, which I mean, to me, whatever. But like, even if somebody is on gear or on something, to look the way they look, they still have to work hard, like in the gym. And you can't just like take a poke and sit your ass on the couch and then become Big Rami. Like that doesn't happen. These guys still work super hard. So I, I hate it when people just like discredit people because if somebody is on gear it is what it is it's you know i mean we understand the sports we understand fitness we understand pro sports it's more fun when mcguire and sosa were taking it anyway but um back to these so what what this is what you're doing now this is what i'm doing so i've got a this is black skull black skull usa uh we're gonna debut here within some of we're in several other countries in south america Europe. okay because I thought, and, and, and obviously I'm with this, but I thought, like, were you primarily clothing and, like, swag here in the States at the time uh, being? Well, I've got, uh, I've been with Gasp for yep. 10, 12 years. Gasp is 11 years awesome. now. So I've got my own clothing line through them. Yep. It does very well. So uh, those guys are great. They're, um, they're based out of Dallas. Yeah. And, uh, of course, they're real big in Europe. Yeah. And so uh, I've got my own clothing line through them. Uh, these guys, been with them for about almost two years now. Okay. Uh, overseas, we launched. Did very, very well in Brazil, some of the South American countries, uh, and some countries in Europe, and we're doing very well in the Middle East. So uh, I wanted to hold off until we established the show. Sure. Then we come into the U.S. market, so we're getting ready to kick it off here. And uh, got a complete line. It looks. I mean, this is uh, the packaging is phenomenal. The crossbones, too, but... our pre-workout is exactly what you would expect from a pre-workout for me. So uh, high stem. High stem. High, that figured. So. What you need to actually be successful in America, like it has to be high stem if you're going to come out with something these days. But um, for a lot of people who don't know, there's a lot more ingredients, believe it or not, you can use in the United States than you can use internationally. Oh yeah. Most of the ingredients, I say, are in crossbones. A lot of them are banned everywhere else in the world. Uh, those ingredients actually work, so consequently they get banned. It's and some of the ingredients are ridiculous. There, like aguatine sulfate is banned in Europe, or like when you, it's like what? I mean, it's it's a, a pump, whatever. But. Um, 
what I find really interesting about bodybuilders, pro bodybuilders like yourself who go into like the supplement business or industry, like Ronnie and Jay did it and Phil did it. Um, it's super hard to succeed in the States, right? Like, but, but internationally, Ronnie Coleman does well. Internationally, you guys do well. Why do you think it's tough for a bodybuilder brand in the United States to be successful? Uh, number one, there's over 700 companies. Yeah, there's a ton of companies. Saturated as all get up. You know, it's not the days of uh, I wish Gaspar started his line in his parents' garage and grew it to be a $100 million company. Yeah. That doesn't really happen. You've got, you've got some big players involved, a lot of money behind them. And uh, it's a different landscape, too, you know, with the, the whole business model has changed. Yeah. The social media and things like that have changed. And, and the American consumer is, is the most educated supplement consumer on the planet. They know more about Which I'm happy about, actually, yes. yeah. And I have too, too. That's a good thing. Yep. So that there's a lot of companies that don't have their stuff together, have quality, have crappy products, they don't do well. And that's a good thing. Um, so you combine all that, it makes it very, very difficult to, to launch a brand. And I think, too, it goes back to something you said, people look at... You know, top pro bodybuilder, they thought he didn't get big like that for taking this. That's true. You know, they think, oh, it's, he took some drug or he took some pill, and that's why he did it. And I thought, no, actually, I've taken supplements since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, and that's a very much a part of my nutrition plan, always has been. Mm -hmm. And like I said, they're not a replacement for a supplement. Yeah. You know, and if you don't take supplements, it's going to take you a little, it's gonna make it a little harder and take you a long to get where you want to be. Right. And I think, and this is not to discredit any person who put their name on brands before, but we have had pro bodybuilders, I'm not gonna name names, but that were associated with brands where the products weren't necessarily great. Um, and I wonder if the American consumer is like, okay, they're just using the name with this pro bodybuilder to push product, although it's, you know, we've seen it in not just supplements, like it's you know, pushing Gatorade and any other sort of product out there through endorsement deals. So the supplements here that we see in front of us, do you have any, I mean, do you have a hand in formulation? Do you use them in your current regimen? Yes, uh, so going into this, uh, I'm very much, uh, very much involved in formulation. Uh, nothing goes to market without my approval. Okay. You know, that, that was something I made very clear, you know, to my partners uh, in the business, uh, Paul Borelli and also Marcella Bella. Okay. Um, and I said, I want quality ingredients. I want supplements that actually do what they're supposed to do. You know, if you say, hey, it increases your size of strength, it increases your stem, I want to do that. Yeah. I want to be the best. I said, because when I was young, I bought supplements. I didn't have a lot of money. Right. Supplements ain't cheap. No. Nope. So when I bought something, they didn't do what it's supposed to do, I was pissed. Mm -hmm. You know, because I just wasted my hard-earned money. That I didn't have a lot of, and something that was a bunch of junk. So right. uh, that's what I told them. I said, I want quality stuff that actually does what it's supposed to do. So when these young men and women go out and spend their money, they yeah. get what they pay for. What do we got in the Black Skull line? I mean, we have, I see protein powder here. Yeah. Um, some yeah. really cool names of the chocolate. I mean, some, some interesting names of the actual product. Like, this is 090 Hydro. Like, I mean, it's just, it's very unique, which I think is cool. We got the Whey XM307. Okay. Whey protein, obviously. Whey protein, yep. And that's yep. a concentrate and isolate. Correct. I saw it's a blend, which is good. I mean, for those of you, the isolate serves a purpose instantly. Concentrate will help you uh, prolong it a little bit, which is good. And what do we got over here? Is this? Uh, that's a 090 Hydro. Okay. Hydroxylized whey protein. Yeah. So high quality whey protein here as well. Um, I think this is probably the same over yeah, here. I believe we got the same ones out here. Yep. Yeah, they're the um, same. Uh, you the mentioned the crossbones pre-workout. Yes. One or two scoops do you take? Yourself, or do you, do you take more? I take one. Take one. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We'll get you going. You're a big dude. I'm one big scoop dude. will get you going. Yeah. How big is this one scoop? Is it Ten grams, a little bit more. I mean, I see it says 300 grams on the on the bottle here. I'm not sure. Thing. What is it? Uh, ten grams. If it's a 30 serving, it's probably 10 grams. Yeah, ten grams. Right? It's yeah. 30 serving. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so it's probably 10 grams. grams. So 10 grams of caffeine stim. That'll get you going for sure. 
Uh, very cool, and I know that this isn't your only endeavor. Like you're busy with Scott James, who that name probably doesn't ring a bell with a lot of people watching or listening. But the dude's a fucking genius uh, when it comes to this industry. He's the man who's, who's behind BSN and now Sinister Labs, Angry Mills, and now what's on the shirt, Wicked Cuts, which is really cool. But it's a super competitive category, so I'm interested to see what what made you guys go into the jerky, like the dried meat category. Well, I'll tell you a little story. So. Scott James, he's on BSN, so he sold a couple of uh, five, six, seven years ago, yep. was, six years ago, I think. So uh, we happened to be on a plane together, and we got to talk to him, and so now we're going to do something with you. And this is five, six years, six years ago. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So we stayed in touch. He moved from Florida to Texas, and uh, we stayed in touch. And um, true to his word, he said, you know, a few years, had a knock and peak for us. Yep. I'm going to do it all over again. Okay, so I thought he was talking about supplements. Mm -hmm. So uh, he contacted me, true to his word. And uh, we sat down and started talking. He brought the jerky thing. I'm like, jerky? Nah. I don't know anything about jerky. My it's family used to make it right. you know, growing up, but I don't know anything about it. And uh, I thought, I love it. You yeah. know, who doesn't like jerky? Right, but right. Uh, he talked about it. I, mean, I went home and I thought about it. And the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? This is a pretty good idea. Because with sports supplements, well, we got 3 or 4% of the population. Yeah. Who we market towards right. the jerky. A lot. Like 95%. And there's primarily one player in the jerky game. It's Jackson Links, right? So, I mean, there's, there's a couple other small players coming up, like Epic and, and Wicked Cuts is going to be in the private label. I think it's pretty much it in the jerky business. So, so uh, I thought about it. I thought there's a lot of potential here. And uh, so when I caught him on things down, I said, let's, let's do this. Right. And, uh, so we went to work. And I said, you know anything about making jerky? How to get it? Said, nope, we're going to learn. <laughs> so uh, we dove into it head first. And uh, it took us over about a year to, to get it to me bring it all together and get it done. You know, the flavoring is a very tough thing. Yeah. You know? and, uh, one of the things I said is uh, I don't like that dried out shit that comes in the bag from the store. Mm -hmm. you know, chewing it, your jaw's hurting, trying to chew it up. By the time you get done, so I wanted something soft and tender, you know, moist. Okay. And, uh, so the flavor's got to be how it's worked. Right. You know? And uh, we nailed the flavor. So, and you guys have, have how many different variations of meat? Don't you? You have beef, right? Beef, turkey, and bacon. Okay, it's bacon. Seven, yeah, yeah. It's seven different flavors. So you're on the keto diet, bacon jerky all day. So the maple bacon is my favorite. Now it's not the most healthiest, but uh, it tastes the best, y'all. Sure. So, uh, my my favorite is probably the original pepper. Okay. Uh, then we've got teriyaki, uh, sriracha, volcanic jalapeno. Mm -hmm. uh, seven different flavors total. Really good stuff. Uh, Give you some. Yeah, I said we're gonna have it I on. I don't know if you. I think we own if you sent you some or not. No, not yet. But we're working with okay. Scott to, to get it up on the site for sure. Um, and, and really, if you think about it, like gyms and GNCs and vitamin shops, and you look at e-commerce sites in the fitness bodybuilding world, like I'm not sure if that's exactly who you're targeting at all. You want a broader spectrum, but like they're going to carry it because well, you and Scott. Is, you know, just you know, we've been going on for almost a month now. We've been open. We have nutrition stores carrying it. We have uh, gun stores carrying it. Yeah. We have sporting goods stores carrying it. We're looking into gas stations, uh, supermarkets. Sure. I mean, it's endless. The few number of gyms. Yeah. It's endless, and everybody likes it. Yeah, and I, I want to tell a story that I, I, Fort McDonald, who's out in Cheyenne, Colorado, actually posted something about this, but like he called to bring you guys in, the Wicked Cuts, and he gets a phone call from this man right here personally uh, to bring it in. So, retailers, if you're interested in carrying this, like, I mean, that's customer service 110% right there. I mean, you're physically uh, picking up the phone and well, it's, calling it's people. something I'm very proud of because I own the company. Sure. You know, I'm, not just a, I'm not just a hard right. spokesman or athlete. I, you know, I mean, it's got a partners. It's got my name on it. Right. And so, uh, I take a personal interest in it. I go in the office every day and uh, I work on this. and. I have a goal every day. Uh, I have to get three retail stores to take the product. Yep. I don't stop until I get three every day. So that's 15 stores a week. That's it. I mean, it's phenomenal. So, uh, you know, I, I don't take no for an answer. Yeah. So, uh, I'm like, 
If they say no, I said no. How much you want? Yeah. I said, I'll send you an order form right now, and I'm gonna send you some samples. And it fits you. It fits you and your personality, I think, too, right? Like you, you carried that sort of farm boy attitude with you, I think, throughout your career. The hard work mentality. You still seem like you're like up the outdoors, and you still probably hunting fish. I would assume, right? Like all, all this. I mean, so it's it's right in line with like you can be something something you can get behind and actually be passionate about, and not just like like you said. Put your name on it because you're looking for a commission check, which I think is super awesome. Um, and the product itself is really, really good. That's what I've heard. So. Well, what's next for you? I mean, you said that you have no plans to compete earlier. We talked about both lines here, and, and obviously you have the gas line with your clothing, but um, is it just to expand kind of what you got going on, or do you have your fingers in a couple other teapots that we don't know about? Man, I've got a lot of stuff going on. I've got four of these shows expos. Yeah. I've got, you know, like I talked earlier, Dallas, Houston, Minneapolis, and Chicago. Um, Houston, June 30th, in three yeah. weeks. Uh, Chicago is September 22nd, Dallas is October 27th. Okay, so the Chicago one is going to be the week after the Olympia, right? right. Yep. Yeah, so I think going forward, probably going to put a pro show with it. Sure. Because it's a perfect timing after Olympia, so uh, I think we have, yeah, we have really, uh, Chicago is going to be big. Yeah, it should so, be, uh, right? And uh, we're going to put a pro show with it eventually and really uh, have a top-notch first-class event. Awesome. Our partner Mel Chancey is in the partner with me in that so, uh, that's going to be really good. That's a lot of work too. I mean, like people it, having like even four shows a year, the amount of work that you guys have to do for these things is probably ridiculous on top of everything else that you're doing. Uh, Houston, I've got 11 events total. Sure. Uh, you know, 150 vendors. Um, it's awesome. So it's a, it's a, it's like trying to hurt cats. Mm -hmm. So uh, sometimes it's like, how did I get into this? But when it all comes together like this, it's always worth it. It's a great, uh, great platform for these athletes to come and compete. Have a good time. Awesome. So, well, let me, so again, Supplement Line will be available in the States end of the summer. Supplement Line, end of the summer, we're going to get to Olympia, come up to Vegas in September. We're going to make the, the formal, the formal awesome. launch. We may have a little soft launch before then. Very cool. But the formal big announcement will be at the Olympia in September. Uh, Wicked Cuts, we just launched this past month. Yep, it's out. Um, anybody interested in Wicked Cuts, go to wickedcuts.co. That's W I C K E D C U T Z. Z, yes. Dot CEO. Dot CEO. So um, you go direct to consumer, direct to retailer. Uh, we're not going to every retailer. We're being very selective with the retailers we choose. Which is good. Uh, we let carry it. So, uh, my price for the shit out of you otherwise. So. That's correct. <laughs> and uh, but direct to consumer. So if you want to try it out, log on. Check it out, check yeah. It out. Uh, uh, we'll, post, okay. we'll have these links on the podcast page at Fitness Informant as well for, awesome. for both. My for, clothing line from Gas. Yep. Check that out, the Gas website. And, uh, and you're on social. On social, the on branch, Instagram, the branch Warren, the branch Warren, like the one and only branch fucking Warren. So I appreciate you coming on, buddy. Uh, good luck with this show. Good luck with the rest of the shows, and uh, good luck with all this stuff, man. You got, you're busy, which is good. I'm, go I'm glad to see you busy. I'm glad to see you healthy and happy. It's it's you don't always see that in this industry, and that's it's awesome. So uh, thank you, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. What makes a great athlete? Is it in the intense mental and physical training? Is it hitting the game-winning shot? Is it scoring the go-ahead goal? Is it the countless hours of practicing when the cameras aren't on and no one is watching? Everyone is their own athlete. What makes you great is your preparation and determination to reach your goals. Your body is fueled by your desire and quest to push beyond limits. Define your inner great athlete with the Clinical Edge Series.
right, guys, welcome back inside the Be Informed Live Fit podcast. I want to thank you all for stopping out and checking out our entire interview with the two-time Arnold Classic champion, Branch Warren, the Southern boy from Texas who grew up to be a massive man on stage in Columbus, Ohio, and almost won the Olympia. Uh, as you heard the story of him slipping off the curb and uh, hurting his leg prior to the Olympia, but still balls to the walls, training to get to the Olympia to win it and almost did. So huge mad props to Branch Warren. Make sure you guys check out his new company, Wicked Cuts, beef jerky, turkey jerky, bacon jerky, chicken jerky, anything that comes from whole food sources, which is fantastic. Also, stay on the lookout for Black Skull Labs supplement line that will be dropping here in America. It's already over in Brazil and abroad, doing very well. Uh, another bodybuilder putting his name behind a supplement brand, but he has help in formulating these products, uh, very similar to Ronnie Coleman that we talked to on episode one. Um, so just, you know, before you're quick to judgment because it's a bodybuilder putting their name on a supplement line, check it out and give it a fair shot, a fair assessment. You may like it. Uh, next time on the podcast, we are bringing in hypertrophy coach Joe Bennett, who is probably one of the most respected trainers on the entire planet, trains guys like Dave Batista, who was a former WWE champion, also Drax and Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, he has a YouTube series, a YouTube channel online. He does very well on Instagram. He's the head trainer over at Redcon One. Uh, make sure you check us out on all of our social media channels. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Fitnessinformant.com is our official website. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, or our YouTube channel. YouTube channel is youtube.com backslash TV. Subscribe to that. Stay up to date with this podcast. Stay up to date with all the new reviews that we post. And stay up to date with what goes on with my hair and this beard. Because this has just... I mean, this is a flow, brother. This stuff is a flow. If you're not watching on YouTube, you're missing out. Again, fitnessinformant.com is the official website. New reviews coming up this week. In a couple weeks, hypertrophy coach Joe Bennett will be joining us here on the Be Informed Live Fit podcast. Got some new guests coming up after that, like Jamie Eason, Ryback Reeves, a former WWE superstar, and a plethora of others who will be joining us. So do us a huge favor. you got an entire week ahead of you. Put this podcast on. Put it in your ears as you're driving to the gym, driving home from the gym, or how if you're at the gym clanging and banging, listen to the soothing voice of the FI president. That's me, Ryan Buckeye. Uh, if you need any fitness advice or supplement advice, fitnessinformant.com is a place to go. Supps.com, promo code informant, is going to save you money on your order. A lot of our supplements that we work with are available for purchase over at supps.com. Quick, fast shipping, and it's free over $59. So we hope you appreciated and enjoyed this podcast with Branch Warren and me chatting. And as always, do one thing and you walk away from this podcast, and that is you need to be informed and live fit.